Tonight on a supersized edition of Band from Ringside, we're breaking down WrestleMania, NXT TakeOver, the Raw after WrestleMania, and SmackDown, and probably a whole bunch of other stuff tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast. Ditch that 9 to 5, it's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks, and welcome to the supersized edition of Band from Ringside. As always, I'm your host, Bill Vigie, a.k.a. the smart stone of Thrain. <laughs> <laughs> to if you my, get that, you're a nerd. <laughs> yeah, and to my right, as always, we have two beers. Zach Bowman, hey, happy birthday, Zach. Hey. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I know it's not your birthday, Today, but it was your birthday a couple days ago. Did you have a good birthday? It was good, yeah. Um, I mean, I worked and then uh, had a nice dinner with my fam, and I'll do some celebrating this weekend. Good for I, you. I meant to watch the Under the Giant thing. I yeah, was I stoked for months that it was coming out on my birthday, and then I just got plastered. Uh, we'll say that next week we'll talk about the Andre the Giant yeah, yeah, cool. uh, documentary. And to his right, as always, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Hashtag B-O-O-T-H-E-H-E-E-L-S. Booty Hills. <laughs> booty Hills. Hashtag Booty Hills. Good to be back. What's going on? Uh, a couple quick shout-outs before we get things started. I want to shout-out my boys for the two Savage Cat podcast on YouTube. Gave us some love, so I want to give it back. And also one quick shout-out to the 3 and Out Sports Radio Network. You can find them on your Chromecast, or well, not Chromecast, but you know, go on the, the website, check us out there. We are on their network on Friday nights at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time. You can find us also on Spreaker at the same time if you have the Spreaker app. But good to be back. Go Glad and seek can- out 3 and Out because they have a bunch of great podcasts on there and we're a part of their network now and we appreciate them and we love them and now they're a part of our family just as much as we're a part of theirs. Their family. So. so, yeah, good to be back. Let's talk some wrestling. It's been a wild weekend. Yeah, baby. it's, uh, yeah, it was, it was the weekend <laughs> of <laughs> professional wrestling. Uh, we're sitting in the exquisite Shock City Studios in beautiful St. Louis, Missouri. I've been sarcastic every time I've talked about the weather over the last few months. Yeah, right. This is nice. But today, it's actually very, very nice You might actually be right and say, I think we're past the snow now at this point. I think we're past the snow. We got Sam the Mauler Mall turning the knobs tonight. Mr. Perfect's in the house? Yes. And uh, we got a ton of stuff to talk to. We're supersized tonight, guys. We're going uh, 80 or 90 minutes. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about. We are going to recap Every single match that's worth talking about on WrestleMania, <laughs> we're talking about the NXT TakeOver, which was all the matches on NXT Jesus TakeOver. Uh, the Raw after WrestleMania, which is the best Raw of the year, and Still SmackDown, which uh, kind of brought it also. Yeah. Um, before we get too far into it, I want to shout out to our first sponsor of the night. That is Soul Taco, baby. Soul Taco. I was getting my hair cut at a place in Soulard the other day. And I was talking to the gal that was cutting my hair, and as um, conversations with me usually do, it turned to tacos. And she said to me, you know what my favorite taco in town is? And I was thinking, man, I hope this chick says Soul Taco. She goes, Soul Taco, have you ever had it? 
I go, actually, <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> I love Soul Taco. She goes, every time I go there, this is honestly what she said to me. She goes, every time I go there, I buy an extra meal to go so I can eat that extra meal the next day. Aaron might be in trouble. And that is not, <laughs> I had never met this gal before. So this is the kind of influence that Soul Taco has over a city like St. Louis. They got places in the UC Loop. Two food trucks driving around town, Columbia, Missouri, Champaign, Illinois, Chicago, Illinois, Chesterfield, Missouri. Go get yourself some Soul Taco. It's Korean-Mexican fusion food. Everybody that tries it likes it. Amen, baby. Everybody that tries it, I would dare say, loves it. I had it the day after opening day, which is usually a double-digit drink day for me. Yes. It saved my whole fucking life because I had to work the next day. Came in hungover, had a, a, a steak burrito, double meat. Oh my gosh! That's how, I'd, I'd eat one of them right now on air, on the air, over, over the air, over the air. my life, people. Soul Taco. So go get yourself some Soul Taco. They're a friend of the show. They're a sponsor of the show. Obviously, they've been with us from day one, and uh, we're going strong here at Band from Ringside, and we appreciate everybody listening. Uh, so, without further ado, let's get to. Uh, we're gonna do a whole bunch of counts tonight, guys. It's not gonna be a three count. No. We'll get to our one count. <laughs> Uh, JCB, if there's one match from WrestleMania that you'd like to talk about first, good or bad, go ahead and name it. Since I get talked about being so negative, let's talk about something positive for once. The one match that I want to say that I, that really sticks out in my mind is the most positive, and you said it on the way over here. Let's go Ronda Rousey. Angle versus Triple H Stephanie. Ronda yeah. Rousey has been one of the more bigger names that had been pushed for WrestleMania, and this was her time to shine. And I will be the first to admit it. I was a little skeptical coming in. Didn't do that much ring work. Didn't take too many bumps. You know, didn't throw too many bumps. But at this point, you know, this is her uh, her grand performance. So she had to come out. And all in all, all things considered, I thought she did really well. Obviously, the big spot was her squatting Triple H and then putting her putting him on her shoulders and tossing them off or whatever the case may be but ultimately I think Ronda Rousey to me was the biggest one of the biggest I'll say that one of the biggest bright spots of the WrestleMania card because she had a lot of pressure on her everybody's watching her any any wrong hiccup she'd have got crushed on social media and as far as I'm concerned people might not like it I'm not a fan of how long it went but ultimately, I will give her credit because I know Joey was uh, was crushing her from day one. And I think for the most part, I think she put a lot of people to rest for a little bit. If you gave that match a grade, what would you give it? B. Zach. Yeah, uh, it's funny. This WrestleMania was a little weird because all the matches that I thought were going to be fantastic were kind of ho-hum. And the ones that I wasn't that excited about stole the show. This was the main one that stole the show for me. Made me a believer about Ronda Rousey. You know, she hasn't had the greatest time since she's been done the contract signing really allowed her to shine physically. Cause I mean, she's all about physicality. She's a fucking athlete. You look at her just the way she runs and chases stuff around the ring. She did that clothesline with the, uh, somersault, um, squatted triple H right off the, yeah. Right off the bat was that one where she went right into the somersault, which was super awesome. cool punches yeah. in the corner. I thought we're uh queen when she got Stephanie like in the gut or whatever. Her punches at least look as good as Shane's. <laughs> about, I mean, it, they, they look as good and they're probably more realistic. They're about yeah. JCB's age better than Shane. <laughs> uh, good to be back, uh, fellas. So, but, uh, 
really what's shown with this match was the storytelling, uh, and it shows that she can tell a story in the ring. It wasn't just about the athleticism. Uh, the psychology was good, maybe a little bit too long of a match, but considering it was one of the better, if not the best match on the card, I'm okay with it going a little bit long. I didn't think it was too long at all. I, I'd give it an A. What, I, 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 what grade would you give it? A minus B plus. Yeah, I'd I'd give it an A. I thought it like expectations go a long way, and I don't think anybody was expecting too much from this match. They were just hoping that Ronda Rousey could hold her own, and she did a lot more. She was the star of that match, and um, I thought everybody played their parts super well. I thought that uh, Triple H, when it when it came up to him and Ronda kind of sizing each other up and Triple H kind of smirked and he like told the referee, he's like, I know it's not supposed to be intergender. And he's like, go ahead. He's like, he put both hands on his chest and he goes, yeah, he put him in the corner. I thought, I thought Stephanie was great in it. Yeah. She actually worked. She worked. She took bumps. She sold. She uh, she helped tell the story. She had a couple yeah. moves. Uh, I thought Kurt Angle was great, but Ronda Rousey really was the star. And going into WrestleMania, there were probably some people that were worried about the crowd turning on Rousey the way that they turn on somebody that gets shoved down their throat. Not in this case. That crowd was hot for Ronda Rousey. Yeah, and I yep. think that was the big thing going in was – was there a worry that they would turn on her? And it's been overwhelmingly supportive of Ronda Rousey since the day, the first day she's walked in. Any place that she's been on television, the crowd has been hot. Now, where do we go from here with Ronda Rousey? Who's her first big test? My, I said absolution would be a perfect opportunity. You can use it as her kind of overcoming the odds kind of deal. Neither and God bless Manny Rose and Sonya Deville. I'm they're great. Not great. They're okay. Sonya Deville's really good. Manny Rose has her points. But they're very nice points. This is true. Uh I think this is a good way to get her started. And then you kind of just slowly build her up. Then maybe this time next year, if she's gotten to the point where you can put her against uh, Charlotte is obviously the key one, but maybe maybe Oscar might be something to, to deal with if you build up uh, Becky Rousey, Lynch. I think Rousey, Shayna Baszler would be. A I think good. a four horsewomen versus four horsewomen. Uh, you that, know, that I think we're happen. looking at. I think we're looking at a SummerSlam match for something like that. I think that'll happen sooner than later. Let's see what happens with Sasha and Bailey next Monday, and then we, you can kind of go from there at that point but i i rewatched that match today i i watched it sunday night sunday night i was a little out of sorts but um <laughs> i rewatched it today and that match was incredible from front to back it really was great in terms of storytelling if if we're just if we're not going pure wrestling if we're going sports entertainment that's about as good as it gets and i think that when all is said and done, five years from now, when you ask people about WrestleMania 34, there'll be two matches that they remember. It'll be this match, Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle mixed singles or mixed tag match, and uh, the main event, which will move us on to our two counts. It's funny that you mentioned the main event. I would have thought you would have said Braun and Nicholas. Uh, well, we'll get there in a second. Well, what do you want to talk about? Would yeah, you, which yeah. one would you rather talk about? I mean, either or, but I feel like if I'm remembering WrestleMania 34, I'm going to remember the debut of Ronda Rousey, and I'm going to remember that Braun Strowman pulled a 10-year-old fourth Thank grader you. out of the crowd and won 
the Raw tag titles from the most legitimate raw tag team on the roster <laughs> and then gave them away the next day. What what did you think while you were watching it when Braun Strowman came out, picked a 10-year-old, kayfabe style, plucked a 10-year-old out of the audience and won the tag team titles with the 10-year-old? Were you pro or anti? Uh, I was like leaning anti. I was, you know, willing to give, you know, give it a chance. You know, it's like a WrestleMania moment, see what they did with it. But um you know, towards the end, like whenever they took the titles, I, I was just basically that that embodiment of the gif from the Tim and Eric show of like him just with the mind blown gif. Yes, it's my favorite gif of all time. But uh, <laughs> I can only imagine. I know that you watched it with your son, and that your son probably went to bed before that. Yeah, but that he would have been psyched. Yes, yeah, he would have been psyched, and that's probably why they did it. I mean, there's a lot of reasons to not do it. Um, Crowd was hot for it, but. Yeah. The crowd was hot for pretty much everything the entire card except for Man, if you drink it for le- six hours, I'd be hot too. <laughs> the last twenty the last twenty five minutes they turned though. But um like I, I was for it. I was totally cool with it. Like it was the popcorn match. It was the it was they needed something to do with Braun that wasn't going to be wasting him. They didn't waste him. You know, a guy like Cesaro comes from he wrestled in Shikara for a long time and Shikara has a history of doing crazy shit like this. Kenny Omega fought a 10-year-old girl. Uh Kenny Omega fought a blow-up doll. Like there's a history of this stuff in wrestling, goofy stuff. It was a way I know that JCB is probably upset that they didn't put a guy over that somebody who had been toiling away on the card, they could have put a lot of guys in that situation. God forbid. But does Rey Mysterio need to get put over any more than Nicholas does? I'm assuming this is a, a direct question, not a rhetorical one. No, it's a direct question, okay. yes. Does Rey Mysterio need to get put over no, any more than not. Nicholas does? No, of course not. But, I mean, come on. I mean, just... You hated it, didn't you? You and I have not spoken about this. I will say Dude, this that... Was- Dumb. I will say that my view probably would have been skewed if my kid was watching because he would have lit up. And, and oh, he was hey, nuts. Look, I, and that's that's what this is. And and, and the crowd Wrestle, went nuts. WrestleMania isn't for me as a hardcore fan. It's for everybody. That's right. Okay, we have lots of other pay per views right. to be for us. Exactly. Including so, Wrestle Kingdom. Right. So at that point, I get it. For me. Hell no, it didn't work. Okay, <laughs> pick somebody. Where the fuck is Dean Ambrose when you need him? Where's Samoa Joe? Kurt Hawkins is begging you, begging you to be your tag team partner. He could have did what Nicholas did. Uh, Kurt Hawkins would have been a great pick. Yeah. Actually, That's, you said Samoa Joe. Like, I mean, he was on the next night. I mean, okay, Jesus Christ, can you imagine one, a more formidable? They could have ran the fucking show. Okay, that's, but that's all I'm saying. That's obviously not, not what they want to do, though. No. I mean, no, because they no, had AOP upon, coming up the next night. They have, they have other plans. Upon retrospect, when you look at the <laughs> next night, you get Samoa Joe versus uh, Roman Reigns at Backlash. It looks like you're going to have the Broken Universe at least get to the finals and wrestle the bar. That's my guess. I, I can't see the Revival beaten. Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt at this I point. I either. So, I mean, okay, we took the long way around, but the knee-jerk reaction on Sunday night, I'm drunk, I'm mad, yeah, I'm going to be pissed off. Just pick anybody. They, anybody. Needed, they needed something for Braun Strowman to do. No question. He had to be on the card. Had to be on the card, and it had to Just, be. He couldn't have been in the uh, the Battle Royale. He had to be on the card, and it was it was it it filled the same spot this year that uh, Cena proposing to Nikki last year. 
did. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they need that shit. It's a seven-hour card. No, I, I, and uh, trust me, like I said, I get that point, and I'm not going to hammer that home. It's not even worth talking about. I'm just saying in this, the bigger issue is is that we basically, in four weeks, have blown up the Raw tag team side. You added AOP. That's a good start. But now... You kind of where do we go from here to be, rebuild this roster? And you kind of paint your corner with paint yourself in a corner, booking this with Braun Strowman. You really were so worried about the top card, Braun Strowman. However, this happens kind of fell through the cracks, and the next thing you know, you're looking around and he doesn't have a place to go. Right. Oh, okay. Well, then let's let's put him against the bar. You know, let's have Nicholas come out and you know they'll win the tag team titles I don't and give think, it up the next night. I don't think come it's on. I don't think it's bad though that if you're expecting Braun to be this massive star, which I'm sure they're setting him up for. He's setting up for some sort of world title run within the next wrestling year. <laughs> that he diversifies himself a little bit. You know, that he can be a comedy face. He can, you know, he can be a badass heel. You know, he can be a badass face. So why not just throw this out there? I mean, it, 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 it was the bathroom break match. I'm fine with that. There was three minutes and some odd seconds of my life I'll never get back. But that's okay. But the kids loved it. But are you worried about them bearing Cesaro and Sheamus? No. Or the tag team division or no, shit but like that? The tag that? team division I, is buried. I mean, let's just get that off the table. I just, he just said it. You, your best tag team is the bar, and you haven't built anybody else up, and you're going to let a 10-year-old child and Braun Strowman win the tag team titles. How are you bringing that back? At least they didn't let the 10-year-old child get the, the pen. pen. Or okay. some shit no, like I agree. That. I agree. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah, at that point, I've been I thought it would have been fucking hilarious now. if, like, you know, they incapacitated Braun and then they just held the kid down and pinned him. I mean, what a heel move. <laughs> that would have been great. Like, not like anything violent, but just held, held him, him down, down and like right. held his shoulders down. You know, dragged him in. And just Serious him question. Three. How much bigger is Rey Mysterio than that 10-year-old kid? Not much. Not a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, when Nicholas came out, I was like, who is this girl he's bringing out from the stands? That's really fucked up. I thought it was a girl until he goes, come on, buddy. And I was like, oh, I hope that's not a girl, man. <laughs> Don't gender that kid. Sorry. Uh, and that'll just br- assume his gender? <laughs> yes. That'll bring us to our three counts. All right, I, I gotta talk. We gotta talk about the main event, right? Yeah, we yeah. got Brock versus Roman. There's a lot of stuff swirling around about hey, this match. Brock put Roman down with six F5s uh, in a, you know, people are kind of retrofitting this match to be a good match. I just watched it again before I came in. I've watched it three times now. Once when I was wasted, once when I was hungover, and then today when I was sober. And it was, uh, it's not a good match. No. It's not a good match. Um, Those guys should never wrestle again. I know they're going to in Saudi Arabia, and Saudi Arabia probably deserves it. Um, but they should never wrestle again. I don't want it. They should never wrestle again because they both only have two two moves. I mean, they have. That's all it was. It was finishers. Yeah, it was all finishers. I mean, they went. Roman went straight into the Superman punch. It was two German suplexes, Superman punch. German suplex, belly to belly suplex, belly to belly suplex, Superman punch. I mean, it was a boring ass match, and the crowd turned like bad cheese. They really did. There was a this is awful chant. There was a this is awful chant, and there's a it's lot a boring of boring chant. Beach balls going around. Beach was- balls going around, and so we'll get into the stuff that that's rumored to happen after the match later. But in terms of just the match, this is what happens 
when you set up Roman Reigns to be the babyface, and you know that at least they, ha- I mean, Vince had to have some idea that the crowd was never go- the the WrestleMania crowd was never going to get behind Roman Reigns in this match ever. And then you have Roman Reigns paint Brock Lesnar as a part timer, guy who doesn't deserve to be in the spot that he's in the entire time. Then you're left with the smarky-ass crowd of 70,000 people <laughs> that's been sitting there for seven goddamn hours hey, man. with nobody to root for. In fact, two guys that they don't like. It was like they took WrestleMania 20 between Goldberg and Lesnar, WrestleMania 31 be- between uh, Reigns and Lesnar, and turned it up to 11. It made... It was... For that reason alone... It's completely watchable. It's so watchable <laughs> to watch to watch that crowd turn on those guys is really something to watch. And then Roman gets busted the fuck open. I oh, mean, we haven't seen that much blood in the match in a, in a big match. I think it was worse than Orton. I was thinking Hart, Austin, mm. King of the Ring. I mean, yeah, Hell in a Cell, Shawn Michaels, the Crimson Mask. You know, I, I think yeah. Reigns was worse on Sunday. So what did you think about the match while you were watching the JCB? Obviously, I was kind of like with the crowd. It was to me, and I've said it before, and I was getting destroyed on social media. Let's go run it down while we're doing it. Friends of BFR on Facebook, Banned from Ringside Podcast on Facebook, on Twitter. I'm BFR JCB, BFR Bill, BFR Zach, all lowercase letters, BFR Pod, and BFR Pod on Instagram. Um, You're avoiding the question. All roads lead to Roman (laughs) Reigns, and that was our motto coming up to WrestleMania. So at that point, I'm just waiting for the coronation. It wasn't... It wasn't a very good match, and I'm not saying it because I don't necessarily like either guys. It just, it just, it wasn't. It, there was nothing that you could have appealed to me at this point to make me get interested until Brock busted open Roman Reigns. Now, you know, here's the conspiracy theories. We'll talk about that in a second. Ultimately, the biggest, the biggest surprise was that Brock went over, and and he went over clean. Yeah, granted, it took five, six F5s, and you know me. You know, be Six busting your fives. Look, after Braun lost in one, but, but okay, that let's do, then we can go back to that. That's Vince wanting to let you know that this is his guy. Okay, come hell or high water, this is his guy. On the twenty seventh, I expect him to be crowned as world heavyweight champion, universal champion. I'm sorry, in Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia will be more than happy to give him the response that Vince wants. Yeah, I don't right. think he really, really estimated what this crowd was going to do. He told the story the way he probably should have told the story. Brock is the aggressor. Brock's the bad guy. Brock is, you know, the cheap shot artist. The whole shebang. He painted it the right way. Just It's just with the wrong guy. Do you think Vince is going to be happy about going to a Middle Eastern kingdom whose name, the name of the country is named after the ruling family to try to get people to actually root for Roman Reigns? Just fucking turn them heel. Sam should be pushing this button at this point because it's all about the money. Okay, Vince likes his money, and there's no greater country. You're here. Than we Saudi don't need Arabia. the drops, man. <laughs> there's no greater the country drops. than Saudi Arabia. He's gonna sell this thing out. It's not. A, he wants 
the money, number one, obviously. But number two, he wants the response that he wants. He took a calendar year out of our lives to set this up for WrestleMania 34. Everybody in the freestanding world, well, most of us, thought that this was Roman Reigns' time to win. Oh, I, so I, then when I, he I was, loses, that was the thing. I was, I was pissed off when Brock won. I was like, man, we're still going... We're still going through with this. But like we're still doing this. Here's here's the here's my point, and we can Zach, you can take over from this point because I'm kind of over it. On the 27th, this is going to happen. Okay, if it doesn't, then you you got to worry for Roman Reigns because now he's going to kind of slide a little bit. Not a lot. Roman Reigns ain't going nowhere. But it might be until SummerSlam, maybe until uh, Survivor Series, where you can get him back into the title picture. Roman Reigns has to win on the 27th, or he's going to be on the peripheral. I won't say on the outside looking in, but then you'll have Samoa Joe, you'll have Bobby Lashley, you'll have Braun Strowman, you'll have other guys that are, be, are going to be waiting in the wings. Then at that point, you can see, and don't be surprised if Vince is petty white, he'll let Brock beat CM Punk's record. And then at that point, he'll cough it up to whoever he wants to cough it up to. Then Brock can go to UFC. You got a new champion. And then you can place that new champion versus Roman Reigns and do it like that. I think I just got it. You just called him Petty White as opposed to Betty White. Petty Crocker. As opposed to Betty Crocker. That's six of one, half dozen of the I other. I just got that. <laughs> I always thought I just wasn't understanding what you were saying. Like, No, let's try this again. P-E-T-T-Y. <laughs> Petty Crocker. Petty Crocker. All right. What do you think about the match? Uh, booty heels. Um, so I really Mumbler. don't want to beleaguer the point you guys said, but you know, I was, I was thinking, but... Um, we had a little bit of online speculation about this. According to Meltzer, uh, Reigns went into this thinking that he was going to be winning the title. Yes. And it wasn't until halfway through the match that the ref got in his earpiece to count the three whenever the three happened. Yes. So, uh, you know, that said, I'd be worried if I was Roman Reigns a little bit just because, I mean, he's been Vince's boy. He's been pushed for four years. Uh, I mean, this is one of the longer pushes. Think about Stone Cold and The Rock. They weren't even around this long. They weren't on the top this long. No. And Roman right. Reigns still hasn't gotten over, except when he's with the Shield. So, God damn, if they, I mean, if he just flipped Roman heel, it'd be so, it'd be so easy. I know. And, you Motherfuckers know. Motherfuckers will lose their shit. You could push him any way you wanted to. You could do it for a year. And then he might be a face afterwards. Yeah. It would be, you say it all the time. You don't become a great face until you become a great heel first. Right. All the best ones had at least one great heel run. Hogan did it after the fact, but he had his. Okay? Yeah. Austin, Rock, HBK, Bret Hart. Name your Mount Rushmore of guys. At yeah, some they, point. They were all heels first. They were all, yeah. yeah. At some point, they had that heel run. Roman hasn't had that heel run, and we're waiting patiently for it. I don't think Vince will ever do it. What were you thinking of watching the match, though, Zach? Oh, it was miserable. I mean, I've been up forever. It was a fucking disaster. It was terrible, especially after we... You know, had just recently watched their uh, WrestleMania 31 match and how 31, yeah, 31, yeah, and how great that one was, and talked about how great it was. I'm like, this is going to be dope. Yeah. And besides the fact that the finish was a huge swerve for everybody, because apparently mm-hmm. nobody in back knew either. I mean, they swerved, you know, all the boys too. Uh, but besides the swerve, it was a miserable match. And then at the very end, we still got Roman music and a sad walk to the finish. Right, and they and they had to do the uh, the one shining moment 
yeah, uh, video before Roman walked to the back. I'm sure because Vince was like, "Clean them up, clean them up, clean them up. Go to the go to the montage, go right, to the montage." Right. You know, um, I thought that it was what I've heard is, and I'm sure what you guys have read is, is that Vince called an audible in the middle, saw that uh, Roman wasn't going to get. The uh, the appreciation that Shocker. I guess Vince thought he was going to get, so they called an audible in the middle. Had Brock win. The rumor is is that Brock went backstage through the he th- either threw the belt against the wall or threw it at Vince. Shane had to step between. But here's them. the thing about that: if that's the case, and if Brock knew going into this, or you know, regardless, I mean, then they're like working the boys in the back, and that reeks of WCW, and that's the kind of shit that brought WCW down. That's why people fucking hate that shit, right? And or that's the, when the or company, they're working, or they're working us. I really think that, like JCB said, he got an offer that he couldn't refuse monetarily to have a coronation in Saudi Arabia. They want a new world champion. In Saudi Arabia, and that's that's what happened. I mean, he just got a boatload of money, and he's like, "All right, fuck it." There's I'll no the way money. Vince was happy about that much color on Roman. Oh, though. I can't imagine okay. he was happy. Two questions: because there was blood all, all over, over the, the ring, ring. Yeah. all over it his arms. I mean, it was, it was a hot mess. and you could see, like, just I just like I said, I just rewatched it. Like after Brock put him down with the fourth F5 through the table, put him down with the fifth F5. That, that table Brock spot wasn't supposed around. to happen. Brock guy looks around, and then he jacks Roman three times in the forehead. And you can see Roman kind of grabbed his head like, hey, wait a minute, what's going, <laughs> what's going on here? Hey, hey, this ain't a part of the script. <laughs> but then the camera cuts away, and then there's blood everywhere. E- everywhere. I mean, he the crimson mask thing was real. It just seems like something went wrong. Two questions. Did Brock, I guess, did Brock uh, not play himself, but go to business for himself with the elbow? I wouldn't be and surprised. And with the table spot. Okay. Two, just kayfabe-wise. Okay, so we've watched Roman Reigns for this calendar year get up to this point. You know, he's been beat down by Brock all the way up to this point. Lost clean to WrestleMania. Just kayfabe-wise, I, I get why we're, we're doing it, because Vince just wants to do it this way. That's fine. Kayfabe-wise, let's just say this was uh, Finn Balor. If Finn Balor took an ass kicking all the way up to WrestleMania and lost Queen, why is he getting a rematch when he's not the champion? Oh, you're totally right. Yeah. When he's not the champion and lost Queen, why are you getting a rematch two weeks later? It doesn't make sense in storyline. Okay. I know why. Kayfabe is dead. <laughs> There's no such fucking thing anymore. It's okay. stupid. That's what I'm saying. I mean, look, if you're going to do it, then have Roman go over. Then you can do the rematch in a steel cage. Have Roman as champ. Brock Lesnar as challenger. Have him go over again. I could talk about this match forever. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's so much. Well, like incidents. I said, if, if you're going to remember two matches from the WrestleMania, it's going to be the Rousey match and this match. Just because this match was a disaster. It was controversial. Okay, there's a lot of what, what when did this happen? It Why did this happen? It was a disaster. That it, it crowd, went, that listen, no question. we had the crowd shit on Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble. That's one thing. To have the crowd shit on the main event at WrestleMania, that's never happened. Happened I mean, last you year. You can't too. say that. You can't say that. They didn't that's even a, shit on Orton 
Triple H. WrestleMania 20. Well, I guess that wasn't the main event. There's okay, been a lot of enough. lackluster main events. Last year, I mean, Lack, it was miserable. Lackluster is one thing. Not beach balls. This is awful and boring chance. I mean, this was a disaster. Agreed. Uh, and Unequivocal disaster. And I know there's a lot of Roman Reigns guys out there. I'll be the first to admit it. I'm not uh, a Roman Reigns guy, but no. I, I'll appreciate what he does in nah, the ring. He sucks. This was not a good look at all. Nah, he's I'm not going to defend him because we don't have time for it, and I don't want to talk about <laughs> this anymore but he doesn't suck i'll just say that i can't believe no, he suck. i can't believe we're doing this rusev thing again we're not we're not doing it we're moving on <laughs> we'll move on to our four counts jcb what's the next match you want to talk about uh because it's it's just different and i expected more from it but it's still delivered at the end charlotte oscar i thought was one of these I said the triple threat match was probably my favorite match. This was my second favorite match because it was the one that I wanted to see the most. It was the one that was very well publicized. It was hyped. You know, you got streak versus title, Oscar versus Charlotte. I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is it. You know, the queen doesn't need this. You know, this is, a you know, the cherry on top of the cake for Oscar to finally go over. I'm not sure how we're going to make this thing work, but we got this superstar shakeup in a couple weeks. It was just, we're going to figure it out. And then the next thing you know, I look over and there was a one hand figure eight by Charlotte Dude. and Oscar tapped out. I was like, that's it. This is the way it's going. I was, I guess I was looking for, so it, they told a great story. The match was great. The ending was great. What kind of grade would you give this match? A minus. Yeah, me too. I'd say A minus. There, there was just, if it was, it went up like five more minutes. If you take away and I'm just. If you take away John Cena, Undertaker, you give me those three, oh, shit, four minutes, yeah, we and, you, get, and you go to over there, it had been a great match. It was good. It set up what happened on SmackDown. So all in all, I, I get it, but the knee-jerk reaction was like I felt like there was something left on the table. Not a lot, but just something left that should have been said. It was my second or third favorite match of the night. I thought they... For the time that they had, which was 14 minutes or something like that, I thought they told as much story as, as they could. I thought both of them gave it their all. Uh, Charlotte sold the fuck out of a bunch of Oscar moves. Oscar was tremendous. Uh, they did that move. Uh, where, Spanish fly. Uh, they did the Spanish fly. They did where Charlotte wrapped her up or hung her up in the ropes and then started beating the shit out of her kidneys, which I thought was really cool. I loved that match. I watched that again today for the second time because I was kind of banged up the first time I watched it. That was a... If you guys can't tell from Jason's laugh, I was really banged up Sunday night. Uh, but I love that match. 2C. <laughs> yeah, I love the match as well. Uh, again, I won't beleaguer the point. Um, we'll say, you know, something a little bit different. Uh Asuka and Charlotte had the potential to be the headliner of this WrestleMania. Yeah. Put Brock and Reigns somewhere in the middle and people you might made not have You made them the fourth it. match? Yeah. Agreed. Totally. And then let, them, let that headline. That crowd would have been, I agree completely, that crowd would have totally been behind Asuka and Charlotte as the finale match. And then you would have had a great match in your WrestleMania. Uh, that aside, though... I am only frustrated because I feel like Oscar's streak was ended just because Vince thought, well, if I don't end it now, when am I going to end it? I don't mind Charlotte ending it. I think she's the perfectly fitting person. Ending it at WrestleMania. And ending it at WrestleMania. But I just feel like it was just a knee jerk of what am I going to do? I got to end it sometime. 
the most frustrating thing is we have Carmella cash in the very next night. So you have Charlotte taking this monumental, you know, win. I mean, it's huge. And then Carmella comes in, and I'm not mad that she cashed in successfully. It's just the timing is just... Maybe yeah, I'm just getting just worked and I'm fucking pissed. That just means Charlotte's going to Raw, though. Right? It could. It very I well mean, could be, but I thought it was perfect. And there's and I'm a Charlotte Mark. I'll be the first to admit it. But I can't remember anyone that put over three women or men within the span of 10 to 15 minutes. You put over the iconic duo over. You uh, finally got Carmella to cash in. Charlotte's fine. Yeah, she put Charlotte over, she put over Asuka in the promo. She put over the iconic duo in the beatdown. She put over Carmella. You're right. She put over four people, okay. really. Yeah. I mean. They're, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I'm just saying it minim, it minimizes Asuka's no, loss in my no, in my eyes. Like, no, she's fine. We, we, gotta, we gotta keep it moving before we go too far I want to talk about our second sponsor tonight which is JJ Twigs on Hampton guys if you haven't been to JJ Twigs I recommend that they got great St. Louis style pizza and if you want to get two St. Louis style pizzas one on top of the other the double decker I, I recommend that too every time we go there my wife gets the uh, hot honey mustard wings which are also fire you know what sometimes she gets the strawberry salad which isn't you know in our uh in our demographic yeah, that's, for that's, the wrestling, yeah. but she gets that too. Uh, <laughs> but a few but, they, but they, got, they got the Super Mario, they got the Gravy Train, they got the Joyous Pizza, they got everything that you guys want uh, in in terms of St. Louis style pizza. So get yourself some JJ Twigs on Hampton. They're about two blocks south of Eichelberger on, I think it's pronounced Gothi. It's G-O-E-T-H-E. Get your asses there. They're a friend of the show. They're a sponsor of the show. That's JJ Twigs. Tell them that Band from Ringside sent you. This is Band from Ringside. That'll bring us to our five count. Two beer. Five count. We got to say Cena Taker. And uh, let's try to make this about as short as the match itself. So that means we each get about 45 seconds. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What do you think of it? I, I mean... It was great to see Taker look as good as he did. He was limber. He got in some good spots, some, as Michael Cole would call it, some, what does he say? Not classic, but he says, vintage, vintage Taker. We got vintage Taker. Um, As shitty as the buildup was, uh, it kind of told a little bit of a decent story and that Cena going from like aggressively calling him out to like scaredy cat and then being woefully underprepared and just getting squashed. But, um, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't what it could have been uh, for a variety of reasons. Uh, the story could have been better. It could have been longer, uh, but it was like a money shot. It was just, this is what it is. Yeah. I thought that the match kind of made the build make a little bit more sense. I mean, if, if it's going to be seen as the cocky prick, then just have uh, Taker come out and put him down. It didn't need to be any longer than two and a half minutes. That was the match that Nia and Alexa should have been. Yeah, yeah. It didn't. Mm. It didn't need to be more than two and a half minutes. I thought it was. I think it's kind of funny that they made Cena 
sit in the audience for that long. Like, well, maybe K Fabi was just drunk. He was in there drinking. Did beer. he have his phone on him? Like, <laughs> I can't <laughs> imagine. Pregnant lady next to him. I'm like, God. I know that pregnant suck. lady was sitting next to him. Uh, I thought it was fine. I think it might usher in this. Um, New era of maybe Taker just showing up at WrestleMania and squashing dudes every once in a while, which would be fine with me. It was fine. I thought it. Was, I thought it was better. I didn't want to watch them wrestle twenty minutes. Not with that build, JCB. Did you say you wanted a XL New Day shirt or double XL? What was the bet? Bet was I had Taker. You had Cena. Now that you lost. You're now wearing a New Day shirt. I'm Did just we say sh- that on the air? Oh, yeah. How many weeks ago? Dude, how drunk are you every week? <laughs> uh, yeah, good point. Yeah. It, was, it was a couple weeks ago. Okay. Uh, I'll take an XL one. Okay. That's all I want to talk about on this match. <laughs> we can move on. <laughs> so, <laughs> There's nothing to talk about, really. I mean, g- 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 Taker looked good. He did. It didn't look like he was really, uh, I guess, what you use the word, limber. Uh, he looked a lot better. And I don't know if this is a fact that he got the hip replacement or not, but ultimately it was a bad build. Like you said, Bill, this is probably the best scenario you can come up with. And, and I'm okay with that. I mean, Cena doesn't need the rub. Taker really d- doesn't need the rub, but it kind of gets the the mouth wash out. You of, think you don't think either of them need the rub? No, not at all. Taker really. and Cena. <laughs> yeah, and I say they don't need You know what it is? I stopped listening to him back. That's why I just don't remember. I don't remember what happens in the moment. I just don't listen to him back anymore. XL due day shirt. That'll bring us to our six count. I'm going to throw you guys a curveball here. I want to talk about uh, the uh, North American title match that was at uh, NXT TakeOver that led off the weekend of WWE festivities. Um, the best the best match of the weekend. Bar none. Yes. I in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Nothing even come close. Adam Cole is the initial winner of the North American title for NXT. Um, Velveteen Dream looked good, kind of was a wallflower in this match, except for a couple spots. Killian Dane was the low-key MVP. Ricochet was unreal. That was a great debut. My my favorite match of the weekend. EC3 was a great debut, too, when he did the EC3 Bay Bay thing, and Am Cole kind of looked at him and was like, what the hell are you doing? And put him through the ladder. What do you think about that match, Jabir? Uh, best letter match in history. Um, I really think. I think so too. The only things that come close, you got, uh, you know, HBK and Razor, WrestleMania 10, and, uh, you know, maybe some of the original TLCs, but um, Ricochet. TLCs are different. I. I don't count them as ladder matches. Right on. Those are TLC matches. My, I did watch this one with my son, and he was so excited to see people get hit with the ladders and all the spots and, like, his giddiness. How old like, is he? He's eight. Yeah. So it makes sense. But uh, his giddiness, like, made me even more giddy. But uh, I will say, I don't think it was the match of the weekend, but it was the best ladder match in history. And Ricochet tied it all together. He was really there for the spots. That he needed to be, he seemed to really tie the whole thing together, moving ladders around, getting shit done. There was a little incident Bro. with Velveteen Dream. Like we Velveteen got, didn't caught, seem he got confident. caught up on the he got a ladder caught up on the rope. Yeah, he got it caught up on the rope, and then he had some problems hooking one ladder to another ladder. And Ricochet, just total pro, worked him through it. Um, yeah. You know, by just beating him each time and then yes. getting it done. Yeah, uh, going after him like we like you would like keeping kayfabe alive. And uh, he kept kayfabe alive, but. Like you said, he kind of maneuvered him through the match. Like, 
hey, I'll beat you while you're getting this right, and then you sell a little bit while you're getting this right. You know? Exactly. And, you know, Dream's great, but he is a rookie. He had a great spot uh, jumping off the top of that ladder with that elbow drop. Um, just fantastic all the way around. I mean, I, I could gush about this match forever, but uh, I think the right guy won. That was my prediction. Uh, I was 5 for 5 on NXT TakeOver. Yes, you were. So, which probably made me even madder about WrestleMania because I was so bad. <laughs> um, I'll take exceptions to the greatest ladder match in history. I'll, I'm going to say TLC has to be a part of this, but that's another story for another time. I'm sure that we can go on Friends of BFR and argue it to the day is long. Ultimately, the booking was right. Adam Cole deserved to be champ, and he needs to be champ, even though Aleister Black is the NXT champion. If you're going to have a, a number two guy, it should be Adam Cole. He's just he's way too over at this point. Velveteen Dream is, has the move of the night, as far as I'm concerned. Coming off that ladder on the very top with that elbow was just absolutely stupid. Ricochet was, to me, the MVP of the match. I mean, you can't... There's two main spots with Ricochet either taking a bump, delivering a bump. He's somewhere in a lot of this match keeping it the glue together. EC3, it was nice to see him there. He was the recipient of a lot of bumps, but... Oh, my God. He looked like he died for that double Vader bomb. Yeah, yeah. that's... Oh, my God. That's, that is what it is. I'm R. not going to get too EC3. Met. Yeah, no shit. I was going to say, I'll wait until we get him away from this and then he'll be fine Killian Dane Laura Sullivan they'll match up at some point they'll be fine all in all it was the best match of the weekend as far as I'm concerned that's main roster and NXT they gave him 30 minutes and they about like 20 minutes I'm like dude this match is still going on when they had that spot where Ricochet was on top of the ladder and they tipped the ladder out of the ring and then he did a shooting star press off of the falling ladder, oh, that, yeah. that was a thing of beauty. Yeah, it and, really was. I felt, it, I felt it move. <laughs> <laughs> it's really unbelievable, though. I mean, that's an, he's an unbelievable talent, and I've I've been a um, I'm one of those guys that hasn't watched a lot of Ricochet whole matches. I've seen a lot of uh, you know clips, like two minute clips, where it's a lot of dancing around and very choreographed stuff and I've been critical of him and I'll admit right now that I was wrong like watching him in a whole match be it a gimmick match you know like a ladder match is a gimmick match it's yeah. not it's not one on one and For sure. but watching him I was like man this guy's a he's an effing star yeah. I mean he is great the NXT roster is loaded stacked and all they have to do is just book it right and I mean who would guy. have thought that uh, Andrade C and Almas who toiled for so long as being a lower card guy and I don't want to take away your seven count nice but <laughs> but Andrade C and Almas versus Alistair Black was the third best match on that card out of five matches that I can think of, and that match was off the chain. Any good. other pay per view, it would have been the match of the night, yeah. right? Yeah, and it went thirty one minutes. And Andrade Cien Almas is a stud. It didn't go that long. It was like 15, eighteen minutes, I think. I got it right here. Give me a second. But oh, sorry, no, yeah, the first one went thirty one, and then Champa Gargano went thirty seven. Yeah, okay, but that was eighteen, 18 minutes, minutes between yeah. Alistair Black and Andrade Cien Almas, who. Just a few months ago, had a match of the year candidate with Gargano. Absolutely. I mean, they are stacked as f, and he was great. Thoughts on the Alistair Black match, Jason? Um, kind of thought he would retain just because I think Alistair Black to me is more ready right now for the main roster. But 
ultimately, I don't have a problem with either or winning. I just thought if you were going to take one, to me, I said it on Twitter, the loser was going to the main roster. Okay, Alistair Black is going to be a great champion. Still might happen. It, he didn't show up the next night, but we have the superstar. He's me to shake yeah. up in two weeks or, or next week or whatever. So it still could happen. I think it, Alistair Black was probably more apt for the main roster. All in all, it was still a great match. Maybe not as good as Gargano almost, but this is a really good match. It, and it just gets kind of lost in the shuffle because you have a great ladder match on one end and you had Gargano and Ciampa, which was, I mean, this. if you don't think the ladder match was number one, then this has to be number one. Because from start to finish, it has everything that you wanted. It was given the time necessary to move. You had ring psychology. You had great spots. I mean, what match are you talking about now? Gargano Ciampa. Oh, you're talking about our eight count? Sam, I am. Nice call. <laughs> but we, we skip past Zach talking about both matches. <laughs> right. Go, no, jump in, take over, I'm go with both. over here enjoying my twisted tea. <laughs> so, uh, I am happy to talk about Gargano Ciampa because to me that was the match of the night. For me, me too. it was... You just said the latter match was the match of the night. I like you said match of the weekend. They're tied. As JCB was alluding to, um, reason I think this is the match of the night, and not only match of the night, it's one of the best matches I've ever seen. It is in my Mount Rushmore of matches. We had an amazing build to this, a elongated build because of the injury. Just fantastic storytelling wise. I was moved. My wife had gone to bed. Uh, you know, just to lay down and read and our bedrooms, like right off of the living room. And I go in there and she's like, why are you making all those noises? <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I was like, I just watched, you know, maybe the best wrestling match I've ever seen in my entire life. And I was invested in that match. Nobody is a more pure baby face in NXT than Johnny Gargano. Nobody has n- more heat in wrestling right now than Tommaso Ciampa. It's weird how heels and faces. It weird how it's weird how the heel face dynamic actually works. Yeah, you know, like when somebody's a baby face and somebody's a heel, like then it really works. When it's queer defined, it works. My favorite, my favorite, uh, my favorite moment of the weekend was when (laughs) Chapa was completely defeated. (laughs) Yes, sitting Uh, on the ground. This is why I got so. uh, (laughs) This is why I got so fucked up Sunday night is because. My wife was gone Sunday afternoon, and we were out, and we spent the night at my sister's, so I didn't see any spoilers, didn't know what happened to NXT. My wife left at one at one in the afternoon on Sunday, and I was like, well, I'm going to watch TakeOver by myself, and I started drinking by myself like it was a party, even though nobody else was there, you know? <laughs> and, like, when I you get to that point where um, Gargano sat next to Ciampa, Mirroring, mirroring their ladder match loss. Right. And they were completely, and Chamba was completely defeated. And Gargano, you could see, kind of felt bad for his old friend. And then Chamba kind of tried to trick him into a roll-up. And Gargano was like, fuck this. And then put him <laughs> down. And that was the ending. That yeah. was... Best finish I've ever seen. Best the fin- knee brace to finish him off. Best finish yeah. I've ever seen. The knee brace over the face. The way they told the story beforehand. The fact that Gargano broke the crutch in half and was going to stab him before you know feeling yeah. like you know they were going to like make up, and then that knee brace over the face. I mean, I was just giddy. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was the cherry. On it top was of moving. Game. Yeah, it was great. No, it that, was, it was, that's it the was kind of match. Good. If I was trying to get someone into professional wrestling, I would show them the amazing video package that WWE put out 
for that match, and I would show them that match and be like, hey, "Tell me that fucking wrestling is stupid." Okay, and they then tell I, me it's not an art form. Okay, yeah. if you give, tell me it's not telling a story. And you know? like I've always said, you give them the time, you give them, let them get a chance to do it, and they did it. And I, like I said. For me, the ladder match was the best match or the I mean, match of the weekend just because of the, the ridiculous spots, the whole shebang. This is a very close second. Gargano, who's a guy I didn't know before he came to NXT, now has two match of the year candidates. And it's April. And it's April. Right. He's I mean, had the two are, best matches so far. He's had the two Singles. best matches so far. In Absolutely. WWE. No question. In WWE. Yeah, in WWE. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, there's still. I have to. I, I have to say, in WWE, there's a big old world of wrestling out there, and I watch it every night. That'll bring us to our 133 counts. <laughs> Are we entirely sure that WrestleMania is still not going on? <laughs> it might still be. Uh, I, I think that we've uh, there's a big match that we've we haven't talked about yet, which is AJ Styles versus Nakamura, yes. which was a huge match. Mm, I that, think it's indicative of the match that we haven't talked about it yet. Uh, so what do you what do you think about it, Zach? Tell me what you think about it. Disappointing, just in a word. You know, if I'm just going for a word, it's disappointing. Uh, you know, the swerve heel turn at the end is the most significant portion. I did like the finish. I did like the Kishasha into the Styles Clash. Um, I mean, this was kind of a slow plotting match. And I don't necessarily mind that. It was more of like a Puro-style match. Uh, you know, a little bit kind of reminiscent of the Wrestle Kingdom match. But just it just didn't seem like they were giving it their all. This seems like the setup to a story where they will give it their all. Like Cena Styles. Trilogy. Yeah, like a trilogy where Cena Styles 1 was good, but it wasn't the best right. of them. It was those later matches. And when you're at WrestleMania, though, I feel like... It just needed to be more, and it wasn't. I, I am enjoying heel Nakamura more than I ever thought I would, though. JCB. I agree with the heel Nakamura call for sure. I think my knee-jerk reaction, I've watched this match three times just because, A, I was banged up on Sunday, and B, I was just kind of wondering why it didn't really ultimately translate into this dream match that it was hyped up to be, and I think that might have been part of the problem. I don't think – I think, the, to me, the biggest problem is is that – the WWE has its certain style of wrestling. That's why guys to go to NXT because they want to teach you the WWE style. This was more on the lines of more of a strong style meets WWE. And I think the fans were trying to give it its respect and let them do what they do. Hence the strong style See, you know, a New Japan match. You know, the crowd doesn't get into it the way American fans do, but they try to marry it with the WWE style. And it, for me, it just didn't translate. Either you got to do one or the other. You can't have it both ways. The match was good. It just, like I said, it didn't translate, I think, to most people, including myself. And I think that was the biggest problem with it. But if you just, if you look at the match for what it is, it's a good match. I'm sure you're going to make me grade it B minus. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd give Heel it... Heel Nakamura, uh, like Tubier said, was the best part of the whole match, and you didn't see it coming, and when it happened, uh, you know... First and foremost, I agree I'm with that. when like, it happened like it, that. When, I mean, when Heel Nakamura came out, and he just kept kicking him and kept kicking him in the in the face with such disrespect. <laughs> I'm like, yes! It's like, oh, this, guy, this guy's been waiting to be a heel for a while. Like, he's been sick of being a face in, in the U.S. for a long time. His uh, SmackDown promo, when he's like, no, I no speak English. Oh, that was I was on the floor. I'm yeah, like, thank you. As long as they don't, as long as they don't 
uh, you know, dip their toes in any sort of stupid gender heel stuff. Yeah, gender heel stuff. Like then make I, him speak I'm, Japanese. Like that'd be fucking. I'd be so pissed. But make make him say. <laughs> but have him say that and be like, no speaking English. I thought that was really funny. He showed a lot of charisma there. He showed a lot of charisma. I mean, he's he a char- he's a charismatic dude, no doubt. But you could tell he'd been waiting to be a face. Are waiting to be a heel. I mean, this was the worst Japanese attack on an American since Pearl Harbor. <laughs> no, don't laugh, don't, laugh <laughs> don't laugh at that. Don't, don't laugh at that. Don't quick laugh. side question because I was Too having soon? this uh, argument. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who becomes heavyweight champion next or uh, before first? Nakamura or Jinder Mahal? Oh, Nakamura. Nakamura or Jinder Mahal. Who becomes heavyweight champion first? Champion first. Nakamura. Okay. No yeah, doubt. Okay. I'd say Nakamura. Listen, I, mean, I, I I really didn't have a problem with this match. I was fine with the match. I I was expecting to be let down with this match just because ever since gender or ever gender. Ever since <laughs> ever since Nakamura came into the WWE, everybody's been waiting for this match. But if if you were them and if Vince came to to AJ and Nakamura and said you know, we're going to do this match at WrestleMania, then this match at whatever else, and then this match at SummerSlam or the next WrestleMania or whatever, and we're going to make you, and you're going to do three matches. Why would you give it all away in the first match? We both know that they're all capable. We both know that they're both capable of crazy stuff. I thought the story was well told. I was expecting to be disappointed, and I thought that the heel turn at the end kind of made up for all of it. Um, that being said, I would have loved a five-star match. It wasn't a five-star match, but I don't think they went out there to do a five-star match. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, like I said... It you just, th- I mean, AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura have put on enough five-star matches that they know what a five-star match feels like when they build it out. Yeah. And so they know what they're doing. I think... You have to it, trust them both enough to do it. They're 38 and 41 years old. <laughs> if the build was a little better, if you had queer heel face... Characters exactly would have been a lot better. I think the second time around, well, third all day, heel- you'll you'll have something that's more clear. That's why I think the WrestleMania or Wrestle Kingdom match was the better match because you had heel AJ face Nakamura. You let him go and you tell the story. You had two faces and crowds just don't. And I think that's part of another problem with that. Crowds don't re- know how to react when two faces wrestle. This is for the, exactly. the, the title. But that's basically what the story was about. Throwback to uh, your AKA for the day. This was the Fellowship of the Ring. Next, we'll have the two towers, and then will be the Return of the King, and that's the money shot. Okay. That's exactly what I've been saying the whole time. I was building up to that. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you for pointing it out. That'll bring us to our two hundred count. Um, the other one I wanted to talk about was, I mean, it says a lot about this WrestleMania that we haven't brought up Daniel Bryan yet. So we had Daniel Bryan and Shane versus KO and Sammy. You know why? Because it was such a fucking cock block. Like, mm-hmm. they had Daniel Bryan on the goddamn floor. They did the stretcher spot. Yeah. And I fucking hate the stretcher spot. Yeah, I'm not a fan Even of if they either. were, like, you know, just teasing for, like, a, you know, the save like we got, it wasn't worth it. Like, you cooled down that crowd real hard whenever you did that stretcher spot, and I, I hated it. I thought it ended how it should. He looked really good. He looked even better Tuesday against mm-hmm. AJ. Uh, more technical stuff and more of his move set, but yeah. So was, you were mad at that match. I was mad at the stretcher spot. I was fine with the booking except for that. JCB. I, I ditto. Uh, 
the stretcher spot reminds me of why I don't like Roman Reigns. When they, that uh, Royal Rumble, when they stretched him out and he came back in, I don't need that shit. Just let Daniel Bryan wrestle. If you go, let Shane take the beat down and then let Daniel Bryan take the hot, hot tag. tag. Yeah. But you don't have to leave him laying, you know, for. Four, five, ten, twenty minutes. It felt like they're telling a story, guys. Yeah, they're telling a it was, story. It wasn't twenty minutes. It he felt was, like twenty. He though. was gone for five minutes. It felt maybe. like twenty, though. Okay, this the part you act like the, these motherfuckers came to see Shane McMahon. <laughs> no, they came to see the hot tag to Daniel Bryan. He got so the they hot laid tag. on the fucking apron. What's how, how hard is that? Because they're they're not talking to you guys. They're talking to they're talking to young people. They're talking to old people. They're talking to people from Franklin County. Hey, we love you guys from Franklin County. Go check out Soul Taco. <laughs> <laughs> we could have just did without it. That's uh, all I'm saying. What you what you? I, I it was it was kind of a nothing match. It was it was more of a Brian hot tag showcase welcome more back, than Daniel Bryan. Welcome back, Daniel Bryan. Who do you want to see Daniel Bryan's first feed with? Miz. Um, or would you rather see him on? Would you rather yeah, see him on Raw or SmackDown? SmackDown. I think SmackDown just because I, there's so much on Raw all the time. You got two. You got you could bring Miz over. So you can bring what you're saying is you can have Daniel Bryan and SmackDown and be the Daniel Bryan show basically. Yeah, yeah. No, you keep AJ. You keep Shinsuke. No, you, you got to get Daniel Bryan and AJ away from each other. They have to be on different shows. They have to be. They they fill up the same part. I had a girlfriend in college, and we were both kind of funny people that kind of like we were. We'd go around the party and make everybody laugh and stuff, and we filled the same spot in the room, and that's why we fucking broke up. It was like Highlander. There could only be one. Right. It's the same thing with AJ and Daniel Bryan. You got you to gotta keep them away from each I think the real reason other. is she was funnier than you. <laughs> the fuck you say to me? The fuck you say to me? <laughs> I think you got to keep Daniel Bryan and AJ. Hey, I'll wear an extra, extra large New Day shirt. At the bar when I'm bartending next time, if Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles end up on the same show. Vince, do me a solid. Just leave it right where it is. Okay. <laughs> what you guys? With it. Okay. Uh, we got to go, go through some other stuff. Uh, Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. 10 minutes too long. Otherwise, it was great. Uh, what's, the, what's to be expected now? Where do we go with Alexa Bliss from here? Alexa Bliss is great. She can't bump. Um, RKO versus Rusev versus Mahal versus Rude. Was anybody surprised to see gender? Oh, I, I guess Jason Bell wasn't surprised because he had a pick. Were you surprised to see gender? That's what you did for last week. I was, yeah, yeah we I, I you weren't here. I thought that it was fucking ridiculous. Especially, I mean, they know how to get heat on gender as if he needed any more heat. Yeah, you pin the most over guy on the card. I would that's like the way to, to get heat. I know, that's what I mean. I would like to think this is an elaborate ruse and they like are recognizing in Rusev what they didn't recognize in Daniel Bryan years ago <laughs> and they're like just like really intentionally cooling Rusev <laughs> off. Yeah, like, right. But I just feel like it that I, I just giving them too much credit at this you point. Are. But yeah, it was it pissed me off. Did we talk it about was a nothing match? Did we talk about Finn Balor versus Rollins nope. versus Not yet. I mean that might have been the match of the night. It actually. was very well wrestled. Uh, I was surprised that Rollins got it. I didn't realize that he hadn't grand slammed yet. If I would have, I would have changed my pick because all the other two guys in the Shield had grand slammed That's already. Pathetic. Both of us had already realized that. You're yeah. supposed to do your research for the show. I know. What do you think about grand that? Grand slam is my thing. Uh, <laughs> it is your thing, especially at Denny's. I'll say <laughs> not sh- a sponsor. I'll say shout out to uh, Finn Balor for the LGBTQ yeah, LGBTQ yeah, for sure. stuff. Yeah, that was there. dope. It was awesome. It was good to see. 
Yeah. Uh, I'll jump back to Rusev. Wokest WrestleMania in history. Yeah, no shit. Uh, no body shaming. LGBTQ. Kids. Nia Jax beats up the bully. Yeah. A lot of things to come away with. It was a you know it was positive. Rusev, I feel bad for him because now at this point it, it's it's not where you can go with him. I'm gonna make it. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll make an early prediction. Go ahead. He wins Money in the Bank. Uh, That's he's a good now prediction. well, he, you can go that rate or in this. I mean, what is it like two months two months away or something? Yeah, it's in June. That sounds right. Um, he's now been pulled from the casket match versus Taker. Uh, Y2J's in that spot. That's better. So it's Jericho, Taker, casket match. And I think, don't quote me on this because I haven't seen it for sure, that might mean that Rusev is in the greatest battle royal. Maybe, and I know this is really stretching, maybe he wins that, probably not, but Rusev is probably the biggest loser because he was the one of the most over in 70,000 people. Once again, it backed Mus- that up. Mustafa Ali versus Cedric Alexander. Did you watch the match? I did watch the match. It was awesome. It was a great match. It was what I expected it would be. Tons of Spanish flies. Yeah, Spanish the, flies all, all over, over the place. place. Uh, just just disappointed at being in the pre-show. That, But ultimately, it was what I thought it was going to be. But the stadium was full, though. The stadium yeah. was full, and I those guys are not – they're thinking – I'm wrestling at WrestleMania. They're not thinking I'm wrestling at the WrestleMania they, pre-show. They did it right at the beginning, too. Like, they went up to the... They were yelling at each other. They go, this is WrestleMania, WrestleMania. Yeah, that and then was they cool. slapped hands, and then they... They were like, let's show these guys what it's all about. Yeah, and they did They did 15 minutes of great wrestling. It was a, it and then was at a the fun end, match. When Cedric pinned him, there was, like, a 15-second thing with, like, Cedric... Yeah, like, he grabbed him by the head. Grabbed him by the head, and they were... And you know they were he was like, like, oh, we just motherfucked. Yeah. We just did yeah, it. He's, He's like, like, we, we just tore it down. down. Yeah, thank you for thank this. Thank you. Yeah, totally. You know, which thanks is, for doing the job. You know, from this point, yeah, I want to see where see Cedric him. Alexander goes. Mustafa Ali, don't be surprised you see a heel turn there. Ah, I love Mustafa Ali. Uh, friend of the show, um, Paco Gonzalez, got trained by Mustafa Ali for a while. Remember he mentioned oh, yeah, that on right. the show? Yeah, that's right. He did say yeah. that. Did say that. Uh, last match we got to mention, uh, Bludgeon Brothers squash the other guys. That was just to keep the show going. I know that Jason's mad because, the, because it took so short, uh, but I mean... The shit would be ten hours long. It was what it was. Like that. I, in hindsight, I should have like picked that. It, and, it makes and they, sense. They've been squashing people. That's what I mean. They've yeah. been just squ- they've been rolling through, and it just makes sense. I, I do want to talk about uh, Baszler and Ember Moon though, uh, because that Please. was the only match that uh, we didn't talk about with Takeover so far. Right. Uh, and it, I thought it was really good. The finish was a little long, uh, but it was kind of the finish that we people would have liked to have seen with Oscar and Charlotte, where. Uh, you know, the face does not give in. Um, I thought it was the right move. Of course, Ember Moon comes out on Monday. She's on Raw. I thought she'd come out the next night on WrestleMania. I predicted her to win the Women's Battle Royal. She's a day late. Thanks, thanks, Ember. At least she uh, came up. I think, yeah, at least she came up. She deserves it. She hit a fucking great. Better than a week and a half late. That's true. Dude, don't be That's playing always like scary. That. Don't be playing like that. That's always scary. Hey, I already man. got three. Hey, man, you over here playing, dog. What you know? No, we did miss one other match, though, which was uh, Authors of Pain versus Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong and Undisputed and Roderick oh, yeah. Strong. Finally. What a uh, great swerve. Joined Dude, Undisputed. Did not see that coming. I mean, and They're I a didn't real see it coming. Yeah. That, that's the best thing that could have happened. I didn't see it coming. I was totally swerved, totally worked. It was great. I was so baked when he kicked. Dude, how fucking good was TakeOver? 
Um, it, it's the best yeah. pay per view I've ever seen in my life. When he kicked, best he done. That's what we say every like takeover. Though. I was like, what happened? Yeah. But that this, takeover, this is the best. This is the best. That was the best takeover Dude, ever. I'm telling you right now, if I got to walk to Chicago in June for the takeover in Chicago, I'm walking. Tickets I'm, go on sale Saturday. We need I know, to get some. Yeah, just hey. say, trust me, I'm already looking at Be it. Be careful walking through <laughs> Mill, Illinois as a black fuck? dude, man. I don't know. <laughs> just say, you know who I'm I am? I'm JC. Oh, shit. You'd be fine in you just got to get to the south side. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get there, you're good. You All right. See, gravy, baby. Uh, let's get to our 453 count. Uh, we got to talk about Raw and SmackDown. We only have about eight minutes left. Oh, that's um, great. What was the biggest splash on the Raw after WrestleMania, which is the best Raw of the year? What was the biggest splash that you would say? Uh, either one. Whoever wants to go first. Uh, I can go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Bobby Lashley, I think, yeah. is hands down. Um, a AOP was great, but it was probably like six months too late, just because they should have been up a while ago. How many years has it been since Bobby Lashley was back? Because I know he wasn't back in 2009 when I started watching again. When so it's uh, been at least nine years. Omaga and Lashley had a WrestleMania match, Battle of the Billionaires. I'm sure. Uh, with General, the president. Yeah, I was going to say, General, uh, help me out with the the date on that. If you hear this, I'm sure you do. I think it's 2007. That's one, that's one of the last real matches I remember him having. Bobby Lashley, I think, is the biggest impact. Amber Moon is nice. You're going to you know, boost her the division across the board, whether she stays on SmackDown or Raw. AOP was good to see. Um, Jeff uh, Jeff Hardy coming back was nice. You know, maybe he can keep his life straight. Ronda I mean, coming and doing something that should have been before WrestleMania, which is just come out and it's squash kick ass. Yeah. They're gonna split up Matt and Jeff, don't you think? Uh, Jeff's gonna go singles. Matt and Bray obviously are going probably gonna stay on Raw, become tag team champs. I'll tell Jeff's you what, singles. man, Matt's the best guy to put the Andre the Giant Battle Royal belt on because he'll carry around that trophy and he'll. Like talk to it all year. Oh and yeah, stuff. it'll be like Al Snow's head. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I said on Twitter we can move on. Um, Matt Hardy is going to do the promos. Bray Wyatt is going to take a lot of the bumps. You put them together. I think I think this might be the one last opportunity you can get Bray Wyatt over because this, at least for me, it worked. I'm now into he's a baby face line. now. Yeah, yeah, he's a baby face Finally. now, which is cool. Uh, uh, Paige retired on Raw. And then the next night came out, and Shane, obviously, Daniel Bryan can't be general manager on SmackDown, so he announced Paige as the SmackDown general manager. Now, I think this is cool. I think Paige is very talented. I think that Paige in a hostile environment could catch some chants that are not going to be very favorable Hell to no. her. Um, what do you think about that, Zach? So in other words, uh, you got to get New Day off SmackDown. I'm thinking you got to get Xavier Woods off SmackDown, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that makes sense, too. That's why they lost on Tuesday. Yeah, it, it makes total sense anyway, because they're probably the most over-tagged team in the entire company, and um, why would I be on the flagship brand? Now, listen, I'm sex positive. I'm not saying anybody did anything oh, wrong. Oh, yeah. Do whatever, do whatever you want. I'm just, I'm just, I thought, that I was worried about Paige doing that thing, at the, Paige doing her promo at the Raw after... WrestleMania because yeah, it's a terrible it's a crowd. fired up crowd. Actually, that was the best That's Raw after best WrestleMania because they would give her the respect and be like, "Okay, everybody, just chill the fuck out." That crowd and they did the stupid thing that Vince makes them do, where they say, "Hey, it's the Raw after WrestleMania." People boo people they right. usually like and like people they usually boo. But that crowd 
Hashtag boo the heels. <laughs> booty heels. Hashtag booty heels. Hashtag booty heels. That, that, that crowd was actually really good. I thought, no, but they, they I was would, worried about them chanting Xavier Woods, and that would made me embarrassed for her because yeah, it's unnecessary. And she's she was she's young, man, and she yeah. was so young when that shit happened. She was like twenty one, twenty two. But I think it's cool that she's staying in the company. I thought her retiring on Monday and coming back on Tuesday to be the SmackDown GM, especially the way she retired, it was a total kayfabe retirement because she goes, now I have to find something else to do. And she sold it, and I was like, oh, now I feel bad for her. And then when she came out on Tuesday, I was like, man, fuck yeah, this is good. Okay, so far. Um, Other things that happened, uh, No Way Jose, how long is that going to last? Does it matter? You think you think the conga line is a one week thing or? Tenders said it on Monday. I was at his uh, at his house and he was like, "Wait, so you watched WrestleMania at Tenders' house on Sunday and then went back to watch Raw?" I ain't scared, baby. <laughs> he said, uh, "What did he say? No, no way, Jose was the new Black Adam Rose. That's not a good look." That's yeah, why I said on Twitter. He, stayed, he was just very recently gone for a long time on NXT right. due to injury. He could have stayed down there. I mean, think about how long Almas was down there and what he's turned into. They don't need no ASA is not going to get any airtime. Classic case of calling somebody up too early. Yeah, and it's not his fault. No, it's just he's not going to get any airtime. He's going to be the ascension and the he'll be the he'll be the new jobber. Yeah. Oh, uh, we got yeah yeah it's low low card. Uh, we got revival versus. Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt next week to see who faces the bar. Okay. You know that Revival's not going over. No, no, uh, we no. have Bailey Sasha next week, right? Okay, now see, now we're talking. Okay. You're excited about that? Yeah, because we saw on on the pre-show the Bailey S turn. People have always been like, oh, you can't turn Bailey. You can't turn Bailey. The fuck you can't. If no, you, you can flip Hulk Hogan, you can damn sure flip Bailey. That's a good analogy, All too. right. You got uh, Authors of Pain. They got rid of Paul Ellering. I can only think that Paul Ellering did not want to. He just didn't want to do it. Yeah. And that's yeah. fine. Yeah. And also, Vince hates managers. Yeah, too, yeah. Yeah. On that, too. So either way, whatever excuse is fine. Uh, Carmella cashed in. I know we mentioned it before. So Carmella is the new SmackDown champion. Um, it'd be weird. Like we said, Charlotte put four gals over right before she lost the championship. Um, it'd be weird if she went to raw and didn't have the chance to avenge herself kayfabe style. But I think you that's can, what's happening. you can still do a match with Carmella and Charlotte at the beginning and then have they Charlotte. Did they lose. did that last year at backlash. It's have yes, Charlotte lose had, and backlash then backlash was a, yeah. Move it over, so I mean, or it's at not the a deal. biggest Royal Rumble or whatever. Uh, and the last thing I'll say is that um, if there's a way to get Nakamura over as a heel, you haven't beat up Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Oh, at dude, the I said it before. I, would watch, I came home and watched that. I was like, oh, so this is the main event. I was like, you watch Nakamura gonna come in. Yeah, and that's fuck not this gonna be up. a clean finish. No, no way. hell no. Dude, the one way Nakamura to get more to- heat. Is you come up and fuck up my dream match? Yep. Nak- right, Nakamura is set up to be a, a great, great heel. heel. Yes, okay, and I don't care about Jinder Mahal. You know, somebody's like, you know, oh, Jinder Mahal is going to make another, you know, 
will make another run. No, he's not. Nakamura's in his spot. Jinder oh, Mahal is where he needs to be. One thing I forgot to mention was uh, the Miz's <laughs> new entrance outfit. <laughs> <laughs> he Miz go, man, With that's my get- boy. No, I love him. No, he's the dude. I also, you know, my other favorite show is The, the Challenge, and, you know, Miz does all the... This is true. You know, um, my wife I, saw um, that, and she's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, look, Tara... They, everybody wears their WrestleMania gear once and then they put it in the closet and they show it their never, kids yeah, and they never wear it again. again. I'm like, this is not normal. You know, everybody wears, has their WrestleMania gear for every year they wrestle at WrestleMania. Agreed. Right, yeah. No, Seth no Rollins look no. great. Man, that Seth needs Seth to Rollins. bring back the fucking white. Well, he's got that white Woo! IC belt. He needs to bring back that white. <laughs> Agreed. Hey, guys, we know there's tons of podcasts to listen to, so we... Appreciate you taking the time to listen to ours. Sing um, that shit, daddy. Happy birthdays to Lita's 43, Brian mm. Adams. Dead, 2007. Okay, RIP, thank you. Uh, fifty. He would have been 54. Austin Aries is only 40. Georgie Animal Steel is 81 80-something. or dead. No, he's uh, alive. He's alive. Vicky Guerrero is dead, right? <laughs> no, she's no, alive! She's 50. God damn! Paul London is 38. Roddy Roddy Piper would have been 64, and the Brooklyn Brawler is 57. And I'm 33. And it's two beers, Zach, Zach Bowman, it's all about Zach. At the beginning <laughs> and the end. For Shock City Studios. Check. For Samuel. Mr. Perfect's in the house. For Check. JJ Twigs. Check. For Soul Taco. Check. For Bo Geesman. Vice. Where are you for at, baby? For Zach Pullman. Check. For JCB. Good to be back, baby. I am Bill Vegan. Everybody, boo the heels. That's B-O-O-T-H-E-H-E-E-L-S. Booty heels. Booty heels. <laughs> <laughs>